Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan. I'm so glad you are here with me in this episode because I begin kind of like mini-series on looking at one of the aspects of um, teenage development and it has to do with cognitive development cognitive development and um, for today i will be explaining or discussing with you what happens during cognitive development of a teenager for most part of it i would say right at the outset it has to do with the brain with the brain something is happening in the brain of our teenager all right and the time of adolescence the time of teenage it's um, perhaps the second time or the second prominent time in a person's life where brains, where the brain begins to grow new cells. Uh, the first aspect is during childhood and the second is during adolescence because the brain cells um, grow at an accelerated time just at the early teenage years, puberty time, yeah? And what happens, this means, is that um, there will be a drive that the brain will automatically look for ways to be efficient, right? And this is the time um, where what is called pruning occurs, where there are many, many brain cells that make the kind of connections for thinking, but yet they're also, that means there will be some that may not be used and so they are cut away, all right? So the wiring for efficiency uh, means and it gives that wonderful opportunity for learning, all right? Learning. And so the implication of that is that the learning can be both for positive and can be for negative stuff as well. So if they learn negative stuff, then you get into a wiring, then it becomes auto-click almost, right? So that's when habits are being formed, sometimes for life during adolescence. And on a more serious note, uh, we also note that uh, uh, for certain people, with mental health challenges or mental illnesses or disorders, um, quite a number of them actually begin their journey during adolescence. So that's the scary part for us uh, working with young people is to ensure that positivity forms the bark or forms the basis of their development rather than negativity. All right. And... Um, one of the key um, aspects of uh, brain development during teenage years is that um, 
the different sections of the brain develop at different times. And the reality is that the frontal part, which is responsible for impulse control, responsible for planning, responsible for decision-making, responsible for distinguishing between choices and consequences, that part, that frontal part, would uh, be among the last portion of the brain to be fully matured, to be fully functioning, right? It's already there, but that portion forms the latest. And experts say, experts even uh, discuss about this a lot, and um, they say that um, that whole development of the brain with the front part fully functional will occur around the mid-20s. Okay, so that's a pretty long time. If you think about adolescence or teenage years starting after puberty, right, 12, 13, and going through a whole gamut of experiences new stuff and all that, new pursuits and not having fully functioning portion until about 25 or 26. Now, uh, this is even evidenced if you are driving a car, you have a driver's license and um, you want to drive a car and you need to sign up for insurance and insurance will load premium for you well, your premiums will be, you have to pay extra for your insurance um, premium for motor insurance if you are under the age of 26. So somehow the people, the experts in the insurance industry know something about this much earlier than for most of us, okay? So what does this mean? Um, well, the teenage um, brain is uh, fully operational with the feeling system. <laughs> the ones that control emotions, uh, they are fully functional as compared to when you're looking when you're looking at the portion that controls impulse control and decision making. So there's a mismatch somewhat, right? So I love to use the analogy of a person driving a Ferrari. All right, full-fledged, roaring, powerful Ferrari. All right, and that will be our feeling system, okay, in the brain, the emotion system. Whoa, for a teenager, it's like a Ferrari with emotions, all right, with feelings, all right. He wants to accelerate all the time, and it seems that everything, emotions escalate all the time. Now, if you think about the part that controls the decision-making, otherwise known as the prefrontal cortex, the prefrontal cortex, that portion I would like to liken it um, by metaphor to bicycle brakes. So I know no one in his right mind would install brakes that are like bicycle brakes in a Ferrari. But that would be the analogy to describe a teenager with full-fledged, powerful, powerful, all roaring, all pistons go emotions, but controlled by bicycle brakes. Can you imagine that scenario? Yeah, that's like a teenager. So the teenage years 
are often characterized by emotions full of uh, mood swings, right? And the teenagers will often give in to their feelings first before thinking. So many a time where parents or adults were cried out in exasperation to the teenager who has just done something silly. And that cry would be, what were you thinking? And the answer would be very simply from looking at brain science or teenage cognitive development is that they were not thinking, they were feeling. And that is normal. Alright, so if we as parents or adults are going to get angry <laughs> or to get upset uh, with the child, Right with the teenager for not using their brains in that manner, right? We are just setting ourselves up for failure and further failure, right? So, back to the same basic formula of working with a young person who is going through cognitive development, all right? It will be lots of patience. It will be lots of information that we need to. It's always good to load up on this kind of information both ways, both for the child as well as the parent and the adult. All right, and the assurance and the reassurance. I'm okay. You're okay. Even though we are not feeling okay at the moment, we'll give it some time. All right. So my basic approach uh, in working with teenagers, um, I recognize that their brains are going through it, but yet because it is a wonderful time, a wonderful opportunity for growth, we will also want to direct them. All right? We can play a part in directing how their brains will grow, meaning forming good habits for life. This will be the best time, all right? Because pruning takes place. So when all that same brain cells wire together, they fire together, they come together, then good habits will be formed, all right? So that's all I have for this episode. Do join me because in the next episode, we'll be talking more about what we can do as parents recognizing the cognitive development of our teenagers and how to help them in their journey. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to Every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com. Instantpodcastleader.com. If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember... We're in it together for every youth matters.